So Jesse, who ain't got no other car, I mean, I got to keep that in mind, pulls up <laughs> at the gas station with the RV. Pulls up to the gas station with the RV with no money, even though this nigga's a hundred thousand there officially. He doesn't trust banks who ain't got an ATM card. He ain't got no money. I thought he had that other car. The the one that he got from um from the guy who was holding the the what you call it? Because that was the car he was driving when he went to when he went by the house. Yeah, that red um the hatchback joint. Yeah. Yeah. But he's still rolling around in the RV because I guess he about to get back in business. Let's put it like that. But he ain't got no money. So he's like, hey, um, what if I give you this? And gives her some meth, gives the attendant some meth. Which benefits him in the long run, because if she actually used it. He'd be the one selling it. So it's not really a loss. But she takes it and he dips out. Welcome to blood, meth, and tears. That's Scar. That's Brandon. I'm Derek. Scar, how you doing? I'm chilling. Brandon, you good? I'm good. Okay. Mike is at Saul's office, and uh, he plays the latest audio surveillance from Walt's home. (laughs) And the audio surveillance is basically Walt in the kitchen with Skyler. You fuck that nigga? <laughs> right? 100%. You, d- d- be for real. Be for real. You fuck that nigga like, be really real. Oh, you fuck that nigga like, fuck that nigga. You know what? I'm a fuck with that nigga. <laughs> he, I'm a, I might see about this nigga, son. <laughs> Saul hears... The recording, he's like, is that it? After Skylar's like, you know what? I did what I had to do, smell my finger, whatever, whatever. He's like, is that it? Is there a problem here? And Mike's like, keep listening. And that's when Walt's like, I'm going to have to see this nigga about something. And Saul's like, fuck, that is a problem. Because Walt shows up at Benicky and that's the receptionist. <clears throat> Hello, Walter White for Ted Benicky, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Ted's in a conference call. It's all right. I'll wait. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Y'all got magazines right here. This look like it's a uh, boxes monthly. I'm going to read this. And then he looks up and sees that nigga Ted peeking out the window. Who's that looking through the window? Well, if Ted wouldn't have done that. <laughs> he would have been fine. <laughs> he would have been perfectly fine. But nope, he had to, he had to check. Oh, God. So... Again, Walt pulls up on Ted. Hey, hey, nigga, I heard you was fucking my girl. Come outside. (laughs) Hey, I just want to talk to you real quick. Come outside. I promise not to hurt you. Come outside. Walt looks like he knows knows they're fucking too. Oh, yeah. It's not a secret. 
Yeah, I mean, she did the fucking happy birthday shit in front of everybody. They probably thought they were fucking right after that. Exactly. Like, Nisha and I, I was thinking about this. There's three people who work at AT AT&T, or three couples who worked at AT AT&T when we worked there that ended up getting married to one another. None of us did shit at the office, as far as I know. But you hear about this shit on TV about niggas fucking in the staircase and 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 just making out in the in the bathroom. I read a story recently about a teacher getting fired because her and another teacher were caught fucking on a desk in her classroom. Like y'all can't wait. Y'all can't go to a hotel or something. Skylar did ask if her, his kids was home. Yeah, the first time. The first time ever you sucked my dick. <laughs> I felt the earth tremble under my balls. I was wondering if you went through this whole thing, but apparently so. No, I'm not. So, Walt, when he, when Ted won't open the door, Walt tries to pick up a fucking planter. Them niggas is heavy as fuck. Walt has expended all his energy because he ain't got that bracelet yet that you get right before you fucking fight Ganon. <laughs> <laughs> And so he's like, if you ain't going to open the door, then this thing's coming through. And he throws the planter at the glass. It is fucking bulletproof or plexiglass. I'm not quite sure which, but that thing bent in like the fucking spoon on the Matrix. And bounced off and hit the turf and shattered. And that's when three security guards came in. They walked that nigga out. And I don't know what he was planning on doing when he looked over at that fucking air conditioning unit. The only thing I could think of was he was going to piss in the air conditioning unit. Or he was going to set it up to poison everybody inside. I, I thought he was going at the I back thought, door. I, look, I thought it was the air conditioning unit. I thought that he was going to use his, his, his know-how to sabotage that bitch in some way. To make, mm-hmm. them, make, make them motherfuckers come outside. Have to come outside. And then he was going to fight Ted. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike shows up instead and hems that nigga up with his old man strength and throws him in the car. Ah, <laughs> uh, Saul's like, "Yo, man, why the fuck you care? Why the fuck you care? Yeah, some dude got some stinky pinky with your wife, and that's when Walt jumped over the fucking table like Ray Charles <laughs> and starts beating Saul up." No, I oh thought my he, god! I thought he, I thought he, um, I thought he jumped over the uh, the desk after this. Like you bugged my house. Oh, he was mad about bugging the house. He was furious about what he said about Skyler. Yeah, that's when the fight started. He was like, "You're fired, and I want the bugs out my house." And he was like, "I don't give a fuck. You ain't cooking meth no more. You're useless." Sends Mike over there to take the bugs out. Walt's like, hey, make sure you get every bug out of my house. 
And Mike's like, dude, first of all, these motherfuckers cost 800 bucks a piece. Secondly, you're not that fucking important to me. And Walt's like, that's some upstanding job you have there, man. You must be a Christian, man. Look at you spying on people, man. To his credit, Mike doesn't turn around and say, bitch, you make meth. Because I would have. That would have been my only response. And if you had kept talking, I would have been like, M-E-T-H-O-D. Walt. Mike is the only level-headed person in this whole show. Oh, by far. Mike is awesome. (sighs) And then, before Mike gets in his car and he's like, you know what? About the bugs, sometimes it doesn't hurt to have somebody watching your back. And he drives away, and we see the yellow sky that's been drawn into the street in chalk. You know who doesn't notice it? Walt. Walt don't see shit. Ever. Walt, in this these last two episodes, reminds me of that show, Orange is the New Black, where Piper's just skipping through everything, thinking she's a fucking gangster, while the whole prison is falling apart. Yep. Everybody suffers because of her. I fucking hated her. Yes. That's when I stopped watching the show. Once I realized that she's the villain. Mm-hmm. So Walt's in class just sitting there fucking zoned out. The students are looking at him like, if if, if my teacher zoned out and I ain't got to do shit in class, I'm going to just be happy about it. But these kids is like, hey, man, something wrong with him. So eventually a student goes to Carmen and gets her. And she brings Walt to her office and he perks right up immediately. She's like, Walt, is something wrong? And he's like, what kind of a dog is this? Looking at her pictures, finger in the glass and shit. Is it, is it this sort of terrier? And she's like, nah, it's a Norfolk. She said it right, Scar. Yes, she did. Which means she probably from your part of the world. Or, or she just knows that you don't pronounce the L. But she's like, hey, come sit down next to me. He's like, all right. Your hair look good, girl. Starts fingering her hair and shit. And then he leans in for the kiss. And she's like, whoa, what are you doing? So that nigga gets suspended indefinitely. Fired. (laughs) He wasn't suspended. He was fired. (sighs) He said he was suspended and he was it was an indefinite leave, but no, he was fucking fired. Fired, fired. Next time we saw that nigga, he had his shit. Whew. Can't you, you can't do that, man. It don't matter what you think. You can't you can't go for that play. Marie's dropping Hank off at the airport to go to El Paso, and he reminds her, cause she's worried. She knows what's up. And he's like, hey, remember, this is the way to get to D.C., which is all she wants. She wants to go to fucking Georgetown and shit. And she's like, well, what about the last time you went to El Paso? Which is the first time anybody's actually voiced this, which is fucking awful because, like you, like you said last episode, Scar, his boss should have fucking voiced it. Or he should have voiced it to his boss. Yes. Did no one disclose to his boss what the fuck happened in El Paso to get this nigga sent back? 
Because he just yeah, came so back like he was like, like, oh, man, they sent me back here to work with y'all motherfuckers. Let's get the party started. Somebody had to do a full, what's it called, Brandon? Not a disclosure, but a debriefing. Debriefing. Thank you, Scar. Somebody had to do a debriefing with his boss. This is what the fuck happened. We think because he's the only one who was left alive. Well, no, there was other people who was left alive. He's the only one that was left intact. Yeah, yeah. but the, he he didn't tell nobody he was having uh, episodes. PTSD. That's basically what he was having. Panic attacks and depression and all kind of shit. He's about to walk in. Check his bo- check his bag the whole nine yards. He gets a call from a sheriff and he's like, "Yo, I'm about to get on a flight. Wait, you found some blue meth? That's it. That's his excuse. Yep. Walt's walking to the school parking lot with a box of his stuff, and Jesse's waiting for him in his car. And Walt tells him that he's been suspended indefinitely. This is why I thought that that phone call was to Walt because he had no other way of contacting him. He might have contacted him at some point after the RV situation, but I'm going to say for closure purposes, because he was calling Jane over and over again. It's not like out of nowhere. He's just going to be like, I need to call Walt. Go back and watch that scene again. For Jane, he was using his like like a speed dial. Uh But for that number, he dialed the number. I think it might have been Walt. Hmm. Because he called Jane like two seconds before then, so we supposed to yeah, and I thought I shut down. Yeah, I thought because it cut off in the middle that her number would. I don't know how it works when a phone gets disconnected. You know, so if you're calling somebody's voicemail and it's disconnected, will it turn off right there? I I don't know, but y'all are probably right. I mean, my imagination. Probably tried to fucking romanticize that. And I did. And it was poignant. I felt that here and here. But, you know, I trust y'all implicitly. You should. I know. I should trust you more with this, uh, with, with being able to tell what happens next. Go ahead and tell me what happens next, Car. Oh, you good. That's what I get for trusting you niggas. Anyhow. Jesse shows Walt that he's been cooking. Hands him a huge bag of blue meth. No, he mostly shows him that he's been paying attention. Yeah. Because he's not a, you know, he's not an idiot. He's a junkie imbecile. And so Walt's like, Jesse wants Walt to connect him to Gus. But Walt's like, nah, man. Not with that shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That looks bad, bad. Because it's blue, but it's not clear. Mm-hmm. That's what Walt claims. No, you mm. can see it. It's not and it's not the same shade of blue. 
It's a lighter shade of blue on a Sunday afternoon. They probably, they probably had to put a little bit of a um, um, like a, a milky type substance in the candy when they made it. Because they probably put some chili powder in it too, into a sconte. Stop it. Because you know, it's, you know, it's all rock candy, right? Mm-hmm. One of the kids on the basketball team actually went down to Albuquerque. And they sell it. They sell blue rock candy and they call it blue sky meth. Okay. Right? That's that's what we're doing now. So, um, they yell at each other. And Walt gets off the car and Jesse speeds off. <coughs> Because Jesse wants Jesse is like, yo, dog, I'm not even I'm not even worried about you coming back to cook. I just want to I just want to I want you to get a hold of your connect and tell them I got something to sell. Yeah. Jesse just needs a distraction. Yeah, and Walt's like, no, 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 you're not gonna sell this inferior version of my shit. And that what that's what fucked everything up. Mm-hmm. Skyler is a. They think she a hoe. She they think she a ladder a ladder climbing hoe. She tells Ted this water in bed after having sex. And Ted's like, "What happened to you and Walt?" No, Ted first says he's gonna burn. He'll fire everybody. Yeah, it it must be shit about her. It, she must have used lotion on the hand job she gave him. Yeah, that was pure pussy juice. Mm. Mm-hmm. He climbed into her gravel pit. Um, but she said she'd rather not discuss the topic of what happened to her and Walt. Like, you ain't, we ain't there yet, nigga. I'm just fucking you to make my husband mad. Right. Hank and Gomez question a junkie who was also busted with blue meth. And all he can tell them is that the person he got it from had an M name, either Mel or, or Mark, and wore tan pants. Afterwards, Hank and Gomez uh, have an interaction where Hank basically is like, fuck you, bro. When Gomez is like, yo, why are you still here? Why the fuck ain't you in El Paso yet? Good question. I, I give my right ass cheek to be in El Paso. Why the fuck are you here? Hank has nothing but to get mad. Gus is being shown medical records from Mike indicating that Walt should live with his cancer for a few more years. Uh, but Mike doesn't think Walt will come back to cooking on his own. And he tells Gus about the marking in front of Walt's house, the yellow skies. But Mike says Jesse wants to make a deal. And Gus is like, I don't work with no junkie imbeciles. But then he changes his mind because a mouth is a mouth and tells Mike to make the deal. I thought no, he changed no. his mind to piss off Walt. He changed his mind to piss off Walt. That whole thing about, he said, make the deal and then told this nigga to give Jesse half and give the other half to Walt, knowing that that was going to piss Walt off because he knows Walt. 
at this point. And he knows Walt is proud. And so when he gets this random money, and of course he gets the money in a uh um in the in the in the the bag from the chicken joint. So he knows where this money came from. And they just throw it at him just randomly on the street. When he in his car, they just throw it at him in the chicken joint's bag. So he knows where this shit came from. And he and 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 it's it's already been well established that him and Jesse are on the outs. So this is the way to get him to come back. You appeal to his pride. Oh, you, oh, you got paid for some bullshit. Now you gonna want to come try to make that real shit. It's genius on Gus's part. See that alley oop I threw the scar and Brandon right there. That's leadership. It was genius on my part. They go through numerous leads, uh, Hank and Gummy, but Hank finally gets to the gas station from the opening scene. And it turns out that the Matt Santos used to work there, but the girl that Jesse gave the meth to said that she hadn't seen him for a while. She's like all nervous and shit because her dad owns the place and she doesn't want her dad to find out that she got caught with meth. And so... Hank eventually gets her to admit receiving the meth from Jesse, but all she could tell Hank is that he drove an RV. He's like, please tell me that camera right there works. And she's like, but then he goes outside and notices an ATM with a camera located in the middle of it. During dinner that night. And then he just kind of does with the camera. He kind of looks like a puffy video, like an old puffy video. During dinner that night, Walt is eating old-ass Cheerios that he's really just pouring back into the bowl. So you know that motherfucker is soggy and gross. And Skylar's eating a newspaper that she's reading. It's so close to her fucking face. And uh, Flynn is eating eggs. And he's like, these eggs are great, mom, which as far as I can tell is the first fucking thing he said to his mom that was nice and like four fucking episodes. Yeah, because Walt's back. Yep, you know, the, the family's back together. They don't seem to be talking to each other, so I'm going to do the talking. And he also mentions that the donation website hasn't had a hit in like three days because Saul told him, I'm going to unplug your, fucking, your son's fucking website. <laughs> you want to fight me? I'm going to unplug your son's shit. Now what? You, you punk bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, that shit was funny to me. Nobody fucking cares about the website anymore, though. Yellow monstrosity. Go fuck yourself, you green bastard. Jesse gets mad because his payment is only half the price of what he thought it was going to be. And the man tells him that's your half. Say something. Hank is meeting with his superior, his ASAC, who's demanding to know whether he'll take the assignment down in El Paso. And Hank tries to talk uh, talk his way around, and he's like, I'll go down after I finish my investigation of the blue meth, because based on that ATM video, Hank has narrowed the possible RVs Jesse could have been driving to 29 throughout the state. But his boss ain't having that, and he's like, I need a yes or no answer. Are you going? And Hank finally admits, nah, I'm, I'm not going. But but it's not because I'm scared, you know, it's because of the meth. 
wall to the red light. The light turns green, but he's lost in thought and he doesn't move forward. He should have moved forward. That's how people get shot. But a car pulls up beside him and tosses in several bundles of cash in a Los, po- Los Poyos Hermanos bag. And the man says, this is your half. And then he takes off. The end. Apparently, that ATM machine that they uh, that is at that gas station was the same one that the dude got murdered with. Oh, it's the same type, yes. That he used to kill Spooge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's the same one, according to trivia. It's the same exact one, or the same it's type? the same exact one. The red blood can be seen at the bottom of the ATM in the scene. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I, I wasn't even looking at the trivia for this episode. I kind of neglected my duties. It's okay, Scar. You got anything? I, I said duty. You had to call it. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, this thing, this thing is fired because the the last the last thing is this is the last episode where Walt is a teacher. He got fired. You got and, anything, and this, Scar? And, and this is one of the last episodes of the RV, right? It's the last episode with the RV. Okay. Yep. But yeah, just um, candles coming soon. I'm gonna throw out some discount codes and shit real soon. You got anything, Brandon? Nope. Me neither. Nine one six six three three one five three seven. Return to Oswald at gmail dot com. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B L K. Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. I'm on Twitter at Ratchet Book Club. You can leave a review for the show on Spotify. It takes like 13 seconds. You can leave a review for the show on Podchaser. Copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. And then copy and paste that into the Apple Podcast app. And you can donate to the show at Patreon.com slash Single Simulcast. Or on BuyMeACoffee.com slash SSCast. You can buy us a drink. And you can also go to the Good Pods app and leave a tip in the tip jar. And then just a tip. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.